And we are back. Uh, you're listening to This American Podcast, Comedy Edition on ComedySchoolsRadio.com. All right, we got a call coming in right now. Let's see uh, who we got coming in right now. Uh, hello? Hello. Hey, what's going on? Am I speaking with uh, Anthony yeah. DeVito? You are. Am I speaking with Tony? You are. This is Anthony. What's up, man? Anthony to Anthony. Yeah. The two Tonys. Tony What's going on, man? Uh, first off, let me tell everybody uh, who you are and what we're doing, okay? Uh, we are speaking right now, ladies and gentlemen, with Anthony DeVito, very funny comic, who is appearing tonight for two shows, Saturday for two shows, Sunday for one show, at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. Uh, and if you are uh, interested in tickets to Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, and you definitely should be, all you got to do is Google houseacomedy.net and you get all the information you could possibly desire and be able to go out and see a very funny comic at this very cool and beautiful club. So Brooklyn's in the house, is that correct? What'd you say? Brooklyn's in the house, is that correct? Oh, uh, uh, Queens. Queens? Uh, Queens. By way of northern New Jersey, but definitely in the house, for sure. Now, so I looked on our website that said that you live in Brooklyn. Oh, uh, you know what this is? All right, so there's another Anthony DeVito who's a comedian in New York, and... Um, a lot of people will mistake me for him, and he's originally from Brooklyn. Uh, so it, you got the wrong Anthony DeVito, but it's all good. No, 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 no. I, I got the right Anthony DeVito. It just it was somebody, you know, somebody handed me something and said uh, he lives in Brooklyn now. So, um, oh, oh, I so, live in Queens. But, so there's, you know, there's, I got, no, I got no problem with Brooklyn. I like Brooklyn. There's two, there's two comics in New York named Anthony DeVito. Yeah, it's a, it's a very Italian place. Well, somebody um, somebody has to die. Somebody should drop the D, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, he doesn't really do stand-up much anymore. He's like more of a commercial actor now. Mm. But, um, yeah, there are two Anthony DeVitos. So, you know, doubles the chances of uh, the name making it, for sure. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah. We, we had something similar to that a couple weeks ago, didn't Ali, we? right? Or Yasef, what was the guy's name? There was two of them. There's like a we had a, guy, a Bollywood producer and a comedian. Yeah, we had a guy name. last week who's a, a very funny comic. And yeah, there was a, there's a major Bollywood star, like somebody who's massive oh, oh, really? in India. And oh, as a matter of fact, uh, this guy is on Wrecked, the comic Asif Ali. He's on uh, right. Wrecked, and it's it's so bad that on the website for Wrecked. They have a picture of the Bollywood producer. Of the wrong guy, yeah. Yeah, they got a picture no of the wrong way. guy. Yeah. Really? Oh, my God. On the website? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, they just, you know, they just do this on the road sometimes. <laughs> the website, that's unbelievable. Wow. So I've always uh, admired a lot of people. Who, uh, uh, did you start doing comedy in New York? I did. I started in New York, yep. I've always admired people who start in New York because, uh, it's A, it can be a tough existence, uh, even if you're well off. Even if you're well, yeah. my, my wife and I were in New York in January, and we were having a great oh. time. And she goes, "We, I would like to live here." I go, "Yeah, if we could live like this, if we could get up and go, let's get <laughs> yeah. coffee, and then go to a museum, and then maybe a Broadway yeah. show. You know, let's yeah. see that Broadway yeah, yeah. show again." So, but if yeah. you have to live normal, it's a tough existence. Yeah, man. There's just rats everywhere. <laughs> rats. <laughs> rats everywhere. Cost a million dollars for a walk-in closet. Like, ah, it's insane, man. It's insane to live the way that uh, everyone lived in New York as a human existence, for sure. So it's it, that, that that's difficult enough if you live there day in and day out. And in in the '80s, I used to live there. 
I would I would live there for like two months at a pop and then go. I got to get the hell out of here, and then uh, yeah, and then right. split back to L.A. or something. But right now you start doing stand up on that island, you know, mm-hmm. where the best of the best are are clawing each other for stage time. So what was that experience right. like? Uh, it's good because I mean everyone moves to New York. Um, uh, if they're moving specifically for stand up, they're all there for that sole purpose. So it's a lot of like-minded people within the same room. And then everyone, you know, everyone loves stand-up and everyone is doing, you know, doing their best to get great at it. So it just kind of accelerates the process of that. Um, So there is an energy to being, you know, at those open mics and doing those bar shows and doing the club spots that, like, man, everybody is bringing their A-game. So it makes you such a stronger comic. So that aspect I love about it. Um, and also it's nice where I didn't, I never really had an ego because you just, you do horrible open mics to, you know, three people. So there was not, I didn't know that I was, you know, I didn't know any jokes worked until I did my first show. Whereas like (laughs) other comics will move from other cities where they're like the top dog and then they'll come to New York and they're like, maybe I got to be a baker or whatever. Like it's, it's, uh, yeah. So I like that aspect of it that I never, uh, really developed an ego because I just thought I was terrible the whole entire time. <laughs> so yeah. What was your uh, What was your day job as you were developing? Um. Well, let's see. I worked uh, at first. I was working construction for a little bit, and then uh, I worked uh, at the Apple Store. I was a uh, part-time specialist, and then I worked uh, from home for a little while, moderating comments for a conservative uh, news website. So I had a pretty good range of day jobs. So wait a minute. So you're you're an Italian who worked in construction who actually did construction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually did construction. I didn't just whack people. Uh, I actually put up drywall and stuff like you that. You didn't sit in a lawn chair and smoke cigars and talk about the over and under on the nets that night. Yeah, yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. I just did a wild amount of racketeering. Um, no, man. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, I just worked, man. I wasn't uh, I wasn't that kind of Italian. I don't uh, I don't have that look and demeanor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to find out if you're a real Italian. Okay, what's better? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the better restaurant, Angelo's or Umberto's? Right now, um, Angelo's. Absolutely, 100. That's what, we That's keep what everybody yeah. says. That's what we keep everybody says Umberto's gone downhill, and it's not even in the original mm-hmm. spot anymore. Okay, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I, I still go. I still go to Umberto's when I go into town uh-huh. on occasion. Okay. We were there in January, and here, but here's I won't go back there the next time. I'm going to go to Angelo's because I walked up and the guy goes. Clams, and I go, yeah. And he comes, he goes, he goes, Anthony, VIP, and there was no one else in the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me clear a table for you. Dude, <laughs> uh, I love like those kinds of places, especially in New York, where like you know, there's a there's an Italian deli that I live like right next to, where it's just, I mean, pretty much just detectives eat there, and then me. And, uh, like, every sandwich, there's not, like, you can get, like, I'll take a turkey, lettuce, whatever. It's all, like, yeah, give me the Big Johnny. Like, I'll take the Skinny Ralph. Like, the names are crazy. Yeah. And then their hours are, like, yeah, we're open from, like, 9 to 9.30 on Tuesdays and then Wednesday from 5 to 7. It's, like, insane. But I I love that about it. (laughs) Yeah, like, they don't care about you. They just do their thing, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They're not interested in being a business. Right. They'd rather be a cartoon. Sometimes we have sandwiches. Sometimes we're not here. What time do you guys open? Yeah. Well, why are you asking so many questions? <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to get a turkey wrap. You know? Turkey wrap? Who sent you? Who sent you? Turkey wrap. Yeah. 
Hey, we we call the turkey wrap the skinny bob. All right. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. Who sent you? I don't know. Yelp. Uh, <laughs> Who do you represent? <laughs> Come in here asking for a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know I saw the sign and I thought, man, I think you guys are probably a deli. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there are some businesses you walk in and you ask, the, you go to go, I like a sandwich, like a drink, and you go, who told you? It's a bar. That's not what we really do yeah. here. <laughs> oh yeah, that's. Uh, I always think like that's how progressive New York is. Even the businesses are transgender. So, <laughs> <laughs> they say laundromat, but we identify as a bank. Yeah, you have to call us them now. <laughs> Do you do you find so you 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 monitored comments on a conserv on conservative websites? Yes. So so I took off uh, you know racist and homophobic comments. Um, so business was so then there were no comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, you know, I grew up in an Italian conservative household. I've been doing that for years with my grandmother. Just you know, it's in the living room, not on the internet. That's the only difference. But I was, I was pretty well versed. <laughs> what were the websites? Can you tell us? Ah, no, I can't do that just because I have friends who uh, had gotten me the job, and I would out them, and it'd be a whole thing. All right, so but so I, without revealing anything, were any of the uh, would any of the names of any of these websites would uh, the terms uh, uh, a name of someone on The Simpsons and a day when the sun is really looming large be one of the. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know exactly what you're talking about, but no, it wasn't that. It wasn't that's that. A good, uh, that's a good way of uh, guessing that, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say, since you came in here for a sandwich anyway, let me ask you, <laughs> the guy from The Simpsons. So, um, so how do you get? So how do you get a job doing that? I mean, you know, how do you get a job going? Hey, you know what? I'd like to. Uh, was yeah, this, yeah, right. Was now this an aspiration? They saw me on the street. Yeah, yeah. They said this kid can do it. Uh, no, it was another comic. He just he had the job, and then he was kind of passing it uh, down to other comics. And I was just like right spot, right time kind of thing. But it was great. I mean, it was all work from home. So to do comedy and to not have to go uh, anywhere for a day job was ideal. Casual Friday, super casual. It was great all week. <laughs> was it? Was it sometimes frightening yeah, to read some of the comments? Yes. Uh, absolutely uh, you know because if I'm just reading the comments all day I'm like man the world is a terrible place but then I would leave my house and I'd be like oh no that's just like 15 people with an AOL account and that's <laughs> like that's not the whole world so yeah I finally got blocked uh, yesterday there's uh, an individual in town in town here who uh, on, on their uh, Facebook page has uh, been one of the uh, most extreme uh, right wing, and uh, you know what? I, I, I'm not even doing service to right wing people. This was a Pizza yeah. Gate. This is a uh, a Sandy Hook. Uh, that Sandy Hook, right. a false flag. Right. You know. Uh, and what was amazing was the number of people that followed this individual, and it was me and another guy. And the other thing about the other guy is he used to work for a a, a business that uh, was a rival of mine because they chose to be a rival of mine, and he worked for them. Uh -huh. And, and uh, we were always kind of at each other. But me and this guy found ourselves as the only. Not even liberal, only sane people going. Right, that's yeah, not true. Totally. That's a lie, you know. Yeah. And finally, totally. the, blocked me. What I did was I called her out yesterday. I go, let's be honest. You're in advertising. You post this stuff to get clicks to make money. And all of a sudden, I'm blocked. Right, of course. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> a little too you, true. Uh, yeah. Exactly. A little. Yeah. We're done here. Um, you're just telling the truth. So we're done. <laughs> yeah. 
Is I he... know that's the thing. It's like I'm the same way. Like I'm, I'm middle of the road. I'm not like super let. Like you know, but just some people are just it's, it's so crazy or like that's not anything. It's insane. Yeah, and people are pretty. Uh, people are pretty brave on uh, social media. Uh, although I've had a couple friends yeah. of mine. I had a friend of mine write me the other day. He's a friend of mine. He goes just one name, Tony Allen Berg, and um, Allen Berg is the only radio host to ever be assassinated. So uh, uh, he was a liberal uh, DJ out of uh, Denver. The uh, the, uh-huh. the movie Talk Radio by Eric Bergosian is based oh, on. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So is it your first time in Phoenix? Yeah, first time in Phoenix. Uh, never been to Arizona in general. Um, yeah. You being treated well? Have a good time? Yeah, so far, uh, so great. I mean, like, I, I mean, I got in pretty early, took a nap, went right to the club. Uh, show was real fun last night, and then today just kind of been uh, doing the rounds, you know, radio, um, Arizona today, um, and uh, that's really it. But, yeah, I'm kind of itching to go out a little bit uh, tomorrow and stuff like that well you know you can actually get to sure. point point a to point b here without uh, um I, I tried to drive in new york once and i went eh, no this doesn't work oh no yeah that's the stress test <laughs> gone wild yeah oh my god <laughs> <laughs> driving in new york um, i've seen people who i'm like oh that was a sweet grandmother that i now see she has a knife in her hand now uh wow that's great okay it just, yeah, no, you can't do it. You know, the weird thing I found about New York is whatever street I was on, and I used to, I used to stay at the Chelsea a lot in Midtown, and uh, yep. uh, or, or I'd be staying at a friend of mine's house in Hell's Kitchen or whatever. Whatever street I was on, you'd come out in the morning, and it, that street was empty. There's no traffic. You hop into a cab, you get in your car, and the minute you'd, you'd, make, you'd turn a corner, you're in the worst traffic in the world. But whatever street you're on, oh, it's yeah. like they trick you with an empty street. Oh, Totally. New York, I really don't think, wants anyone living there. It's like a ghost who, you know, you're in their house and they keep haunting it or whatever. And you're like, yeah, I don't know why we're not getting the message yet. We're not supposed to be there. <laughs> well, man, listen, I know you've had a full morning and I know you got two shows tonight. Look, I know you've played uh, great places. I know you played uh, uh, Caroline's and uh, uh, what's some of the other New York clubs you've, uh, you've worked at uh, recently? Uh, the Comedy Cellar, sure. Gotham Comedy Club. Sure. Um, of course, Chris, yeah. Yeah, Chris Mazzilli is a great guy. That's right next to the Chelsea, oh, by the way. Guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, that club is, I used to I used to stay at the Chelsea, and his club is right oh, next right. to that. Oh, right, that's right by there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, you've been at some great, they have some great clubs there. I think you'll agree with me that Rick Bronson's House of Comedy is one of the most beautiful clubs you've ever been to. Beautiful room. I mean, they just, they've done everything right. The comedy really relies on subtleties to kind of make it perfect. And they have nailed it. Absolutely. It is a gorgeous room. Every comic I, I, I talk to who plays the room goes, I love it because I can do comedy there. I'm not having to do battle. You know, uh, yes. they, uh, the yes. guy, Rick, Rick uh, was, is a comic, a very funny guy himself. Uh, mm-hmm. There's two types of comics that usually, uh, usually comics start a place out of their own ego. Then they get to be in charge. You know, some middle right. act inherits some money and opens up a club. Right. Uh, Right. Uh, but Rick, go, Rick respects the audience and he respects the comics. And I've told people it's the kind of place that you walk in and you go, I don't know what goes on here. If you never knew what was going on here, but this is a cool place. Let's find out what happens. Yeah, yeah it definitely has that vibe where um, it's just a really cool space in general. And then in terms of doing comedy there, it's perfect. Um, yeah, he really did a great job. Who's on the show with you tonight? Do you know the names of the guys who are guys or girls on the show um, with you? Uh, older guy named Ron. I don't know his last name. Maury. guy, though. Ron Maury. Okay, yeah, we're the nice full suit. And then uh, Ian, I want to say Glib, maybe, is the uh, feature actor. Yeah, yeah. Funny guy, too. It's a good show all around, for sure. 
There's a there's a yeah, great local comedy scene no, here in town, and uh, and Rick uh, certainly is one of those people that helps and promotes that as well. By the way, uh, when you after you leave Sunday, they will uh, have one night up, and then Tuesday night is the finals of uh, Rick's contest, the uh, funniest person with a day job. So, and we have some good friends uh, in yeah. that contest. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cool. the last show, right before they pick the winner. I think I, aren't they picking the winner this Tuesday? It's, it's the finals, but for the pre. The preliminary round is they had like three nights for that round. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna have three finals nights too, or it's all in one. I don't know. But yeah, I think Mary Upchurch stands I'll a good chance year. of winning. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, Anthony Devito, the Anthony yeah. Devito with a ta- capital T. We thank you so much for taking time out of your busy morning to call us, man. We're gonna call, we're gonna stop down and see you this weekend, uh, and uh, oh, uh, we can't great. wait to meet you. Oh, awesome, man! Thanks so much, guys. All right, well, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Take it easy. You know, that's, uh, you can always tell a good comic, and i tell you why, because um, uh, when they call in, you can just go right into a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. He was, you know? like, well-spoken and polished. He wasn't, like, doing anything dumb. It, it, was, it was funny. He's not pushing bits. At the same time, he's not being ignorant. He's not being rude. There's only one ignorant or rude guy um, uh, uh, that, that you love talking to, and it's a classic comic Bobby Slayton, who will just open up just insulting you horribly, but is so damn oh, was funny. was that from the it. other night, that huh? Bobby? No, no, no. Oh, that okay. was a whole, whole different guy. So uh, we really like that guy, you know. And by the way, I did watch the right uh, uh, the right videos uh, of him, and I went. I speak tonight for the dignity of man.